You're listening to the Not So Black and White Real Estate Podcast with your hosts, Sir Colin Campbell and Gary A. McGowan. Good afternoon, good afternoon. It's your hosts, Sir Colin Campbell and Gary A. McGowan, and you're tuned into the Not So Black and White Real Estate Podcast. We're set up here at the Real Estate Growth Summit, and we have a special guest on the studio with us today. The man, the myth, the legend. <laughs> Who we talk, who's our guest today? <laughs> yeah, I don't think I'll find out here yet. <laughs> David Brusso, um, our Canadian director. Uh, so, David, give us a one-minute bio of who you are and why you're sitting in the hot seat today. Wait, did you tell him this is a hot seat? <laughs> He'll find I out think soon. I he just did. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, one minute is a lot of time. Uh, I don't need that much. I, I just um, been in real estate for 15 years. Um, I, uh, I've been living in the States now for 20-some years. I grew up in Montreal, and uh, I have the privilege of being an operating partner for two market centers right now and the regional director for Canada. I'm also married and have four kids. Beautiful. That's the important stuff. Right, yeah. I know. <laughs> yeah, better get that out of the way. Yeah. Okay, how does a guy from Montreal end up in St. Louis? But uh, yeah, that was quite. The he was journey. drafted, right? So uh, I got there. I got I got in the states through hockey. So I got drafted in the NHL, uh, and then uh, playing the minors for about eight years ish. And after that, uh, stop. I was living on the East Coast for a while, and then moved to St. Louis through um, my ex-wife was transfer, or at the time we were married, I had a uh, you know a business transfer for her career, and I'm like, yeah, sure, let's go check it out, and. Um, here we are. Here we are. St. Louis it is. That's right. <laughs> St. Louis it is. It's, I always thought it was weird that I was moving somewhere that's the gateway to somewhere else. <laughs> yeah. <Right>? Sure <laughs> enough. Right? Yeah, I was like, that's fine. We'll make it work. Well, however, it brought you back to Canada. I, I know, and I'm thankful for it. it yeah. I, I, I love being part of this, and it's been, a, it's been an exciting ride. So now, uh, how did you get into real estate? Because uh, for those who don't know, you're a hockey player. You briefly mentioned you were drafted. So mm-hmm. uh, how does an hockey player get into real estate and then become director of Canada? So when I stopped playing, my, my, I have a 15-year-old son. So I, I stopped playing right around the time that uh, he was born. And uh, I took about a year off of really just being dad and, and doing nothing else. And um, during that time frame, I would I would go to the gym like around lunchtime, and uh, I kept running into this guy that was about my age, like late 20s. And uh, I knew I was unemployed doing nothing. I couldn't figure out why he was able to be there in the middle of the day every day the way he was. <laughs> so one time I said, dude, like, what, what do you do? Like, like, do you work or like, how, how does this work? And um, anyway, so it was in real estate and I was always intrigued by real estate. I was looking for something that would give me the same freedom that my dad had. My dad is a financial guy, uh, but I didn't care for any of that stuff. So I wasn't going to do that. Uh, corporate wasn't going to work for me. So, um, so real estate was a process of elimination, to be honest. Okay. So you liked nothing else, so you ended up in real estate. It, that's it, what I got from that. That's it. what yeah. I got from that. It's, yeah, I, I, it had the freedom, and then and then eventually things worked out really well, and, and here we are. But, yeah, I wasn't... Uh, I didn't really have a plan, I guess, if uh, okay. if, if I uh, if just being direct with you. And and David, did you start with Keller Williams or did you start at another organization? No, or? I start. Uh, so I was in Richmond, Virginia at the time, and I was uh, I started with an independent there, and uh, I I um, I guess I was in it for four years before we moved to the Midwest. So I was selling for four years. I 
kind of put a team together to the best of my ability uh, and understanding at the time. And um, I was selling about 50, yeah, 50, 55 homes a year. Yeah. Uh, but it was like, if you ask me how, I just said work hard. Like there was no systems. No, not at all. Like it was just, I, I joke, I mastered the post-it system. <laughs> and I tell people, don't try it. It doesn't work well. <laughs> not quite scalable. No, it's not scalable. <laughs> you could not run that system with what you've got on your plate at the moment. No, no. There's only many. There's only many. Uh, there's only so many posts that can fit on your steering wheel. Yeah. Right. Like, <laughs> <laughs> nice, there you go. You got some. There you go. Oh, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> We've been saving that one. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. So when you started. Uh, <laughs> Did you have aspirations of, of taking on, you know, uh, at brokerage and then at an OP level and, and bigger than that? Like- I, I, I kind of did in a way. My, I was really drawn to development at the beginning. So um, I, I really like to, um, I, I wanted to build something. Mm-hmm. And um, the gentleman I met with at the time was involved in development. Uh, and uh, he and his dad had a development slash building company. And then he was selling those lots or homes or whatnot. And I um, I was always intrigued about, you know, standing in the woods in a piece of land, looking at this and say, all right, what can we make this? What, what can we turn this into? And um, so, so, so yeah. I once I got the once I got the bug for it, I, I was really I, I was going to build something. I, I wasn't clear what it was. I don't know if it was a team or development or rehab stuff or investment. Uh, but I, I, yeah, I was going to go big with it. Okay. That, that was the intent anyway. Interesting. So you, you, you had this aspirations of developing something bigger than just perhaps you and your you, a buyer's agent or what have you and, and, and building upon that. Uh, you've grown your, your brokerages. So it's two brokerages you're responsible for. Uh, and then the, the, the number of brokerages here in Canada. How are you looking to grow? Like what, what, where are you growing and, and what does that look like? Me personally? Yeah. Um, that's a good question. I think I think I want to grow in a direction of... Have you guys ever heard Gary saying, like, on my tombstone, I want to see realtor? Like, realtor. I want to be known yes. as a realtor, right? Yes. You saw that? So, um, in fact, I was saying that I, he and I were having this conversation last time I was in Austin. And for me, like, it would, I would want to see, like, teammate. Like, I, I want to be known as a good teammate. I, like, I want to be known as, you know what, if I, if I get on your team, I know I'm going to be taken care of. And um, I know that you're going to treat me right. And, and, and you're going to do the things that you said you're going to do and open the doors that we agreed upon and, and that sort of stuff. So when I look at my journey and, and what's coming down is is fulfill my goal of being the best teammate possible for the people around me. Oh, amazing. Brilliant. Yeah. Now, um, we're, we're starting to get into that point. So let's talk a little bit about leadership. Um, so for someone who has built a team and then you've owned two market centers and then you were tapped for the responsibility to be that person in charge of Canada to run Canada. Um, how does one get into a position like that? Uh, I know um, a lot of what is said, you know, we grow into that position. What's, how were you prepared for this, this uh, position that was offered to you? You know, it's an interesting question. I don't know if you, um, 
there's two ways to look at uh, at opportunities from my perspective. You can you can write them up and quote unquote chase them, mm-hmm. or you can just prepare yourself, keep um, keep growing yourself, so that when opportunity shows up, you're ready. Right. Okay. And and I think uh, I think the way I look at the Canadian role is is um, I was privileged to have John Davis as my regional director in the, in, in the states, um, and I I've listened you know I've listened to him. I, I followed his footstep as a as a coach, if you will, and um, and I implemented what he was teaching us in, in the, at the market center level. And like we've heard this morning, at, then you get to a point where it's just a matter of scale, right? Like it, there's not a lot that changes. It, it just how do you scale it to the next level? Okay. So that's that's that's. How how I, that's how I look at it. So who would you say has created opportunities for you uh, throughout your career? Who's, uh, who's that one person you would say is responsible for opening doors for you? Well, my first OP has definitely opened up the biggest door because she had no reason to do it at that time, uh, but somehow believed in or saw something in me that, that made her do it. Um, then obviously John has, has supported me throughout my journey and obviously has opened up the, the Canadian door for me like about 18 months ago when I started here in this role. Um, but I'll say this, ultimately, if or when people want opportunity, um, there's plenty of people around you that probably want to open a door for you, but unless you show up and perform, <laughs> it's not going to happen. So I like to think that I've performed enough for, for people to, to, to support my my goal and aspiration to get more opportunities, I guess. Okay, brilliant. So uh, along the lines of leadership, uh, you know, we, we kind of talked about what you're doing with that and how that you've evolved into that leader of, of many different um, brokerages and, and across, right across Canada. Uh, what are you saying to those that you're leading and coaching at the moment? Um, I, I think the biggest th- the biggest message. Well, let me put it this way: what, what I believe is that. Um, Opportunity has to be driven by performance. So, so uh, if it's a team leader, if it's an agent, if it's an operating partner right now in our system that is looking to add to their plate, uh, then then the performance has to match their wishes, mm-hmm. right? And um, and I think I think we're all guilty sometimes of of having a, a bit of a gap there, you know, like what we want versus what we're doing sometimes doesn't always match and, and that creates some some challenges. But I think uh, anyone I talk to that, that is looking to to add from an opportunity perspective, I would say uh, then focus on performance. And then if, if they're happy with what they have, but they still want my help and they're looking to say, well, what's the next step for me in terms of what I have? then I, I always empower them to focus on growing their leadership because I believe top agents are doing really well with um, the real estate aspect of things, but I think their biggest gap is on the leadership side and oftentimes that's where their ceiling comes from. Okay. Um, now let me ask you this. As a leader, uh, what are the questions you're asking of yourself now to so that you can think bigger and push your boundaries, expand your limiting beliefs? Um, 
Man, that's another really That's a good deep question, question yeah, man. Holy moly. Well, we're going down this rabbit hole, so let's continue. Uh, can I get a lifeline? Yeah, yeah. Call He's like, phone a friend, phone a friend. Right, like, do you want a Coke or a Sprite? That's what I was expecting. Um, now he forgets I, the question. Right. That's, you know, I did actually. Can you, can you say that again to me? Just questions you're asking of yourself to right. push your thinking. So, so I, I believe, so to me, leadership is a, um, it's a partnership between me and, and the other person, right? So going back to what I was saying earlier, I think the question I ask myself at the end of every, every day is like, all right, was I the teammate I strive to be today? Like mm. if I, if I'm leading you, if I'm responsible to, to help you, coach you, mentor you, or lead you, have I done it in such a way that you still want to be my teammate tomorrow? Okay. That's, that's how I look at it. Okay, let, let, so let's talk about growth and, and the growth of um, you know, a market center, a brokerage, or a team. And, and it, I think the, the question will kind of encompass kind of different levels uh, a bit. Uh, what do you think that's missing in the growth of a team or, or the market center or even you know the, our, our national brand here at Keller Williams? What do you think? What do you think is the missing element at the moment? I think I don't think it's something that's necessarily limited to here. I think I think in my experience Anytime there's a gap in growth, there's a gap in alignment. Okay. Um, you can't, you know, I can't go 100 miles an hour down the 401 with a spare tire. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. So, so I think I think anytime. So for me, if I just look at my my journey, my my businesses, whatever I'm involved with, if if there's a um, if I'm in a slump, right, yes. or if things are slowing down, I look at what's what's out of alignment. Is it a system? Is it a person? Is it am I missing a person? Uh, do I have the wrong person, or do I, are we using the wrong system, or are we not effective? Are we? But there, there's something that is that is preventing us from having the effectiveness that we need in order to keep growing. Okay. So for me, that, that a lack of alignment can be. Uh, very costly, in right. my opinion. Right. Now, with uh, as leaders uh, in our roles, there are times when we have to make very tough decisions, and we might have to, you know, cut business tied with certain individuals or part ways, go different direction. Um, is that an easy conversation to, for you? And you know, what what is your what? helps in your decision making to know when it's time to cut tides with with a teammate uh. yeah um i think this isn't gonna sound right it's easier now than it used to be okay all right and here's why i i'm um i i operate in a much more systematic way than i used to therefore nine times out of ten the the system is the bad guy like I'm not necessarily right. the bad guy I'm saying hey you know what we, we agree on this this is what we were gonna do uh, this is not happening you know what's what's our next step what do you think should happen and um, so it's not I wouldn't say it's uh, I don't think it's ever an easy conversation mm. um, but I think I understand the importance of it now more than I used to and therefore I'm not I'm not afraid of it I guess okay so it's more along the lines of having the conversation about the system or the standard not necessarily the person the, the individual it, it's thing. never about the person I, I think I don't I don't 
I mean, I, 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 same thing for you guys, right? Like, you wouldn't purposely surround yourself with an idiot, right? Like, <laughs> I tried to avoid right? them. Yeah, yeah. Right. So, so really, like, if you get in business, like, you get to a point where if it's not working, it, they're not a, like, they're not a bad person. They're not a bad mom or father or, or they're not a bad brother or sister or anything like that. It just this isn't working anymore. Like, there's yeah. a, there's a gap. There's a lack of alignment, and, and we're not. And and if you think about being a good teammate, then well, if I keep you on board and try to make you do things that you don't like to do or you don't want to do or you don't care to do then we're not we're not good teammates for each other that's right. not, that's not going right. to work they kind of show themselves the door in a sense yeah essentially in fact i tell you like i've officially only uh, literally fired one person is that right okay. but i've had i don't know maybe eight seven seven to ten that said hey you know what i don't yeah, think this is right anymore it's not right anymore yeah okay so I don't know he's digging for I'm notes digging here. For I'm worried. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is something that we kind of do for fun. Okay. And because uh, Colin got deep on us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We need to change right. it. Yeah, I know, I <laughs> so uh, let's see if I can bring this up here. So the, I'm going to ask you some questions. Uh, okay. They may be yes or no or one word answers. Uh, they're not serious at all. They're okay. very serious. They're, oh, I mean, they're very serious. <laughs> so here we go. Rapid fire questions. Let's see if we can make this happen. We'll see if we can make this happen. Anyways, uh, we're waiting for our music. Doesn't oh, matter. Yeah. Here we go. Oh, oh hang on, hang on. Did you get the fireplace going? Like, I know. Yeah, it's looking good. Let me <laughs> let me flip this around. It's Christmas. Get a little oh, hot yeah. cocoa. Here we go. <laughs> yep. There we go. Cookies. Yeah. Okay. So here we go. We normally have music, but I don't know what's going That's on. Okay. okay. That's alright. So let's just start with an easy one. Would you rather be texting or talking? Uh, text. It depends on the circumstances, but texting. Texting. Okay. Is it wrong for a vegetarian to eat animal crackers? There's a big one now. Take your time on this. <laughs> <laughs> I think it might be wrong to be vegetarian. <laughs> <laughs> That's the first time we've had an answer like that. I love it. <laughs> That's what I wanted. I wanted the horns. I got crickets. <laughs> it all works, right? In the end. Okay, there you go. Uh, favorite junk food? Oh, hamburger. Now our music's coming. Hamburger. Oh, yeah. Sweet. Nice hamburger. cheeseburger. There we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, name one of the seven dwarfs. Oh. Oh, my God. I don't... I can see them. I can't remember them. You'll have to pass. Pass. Okay. The number one answer has been sleepy. Oh. And we always tell people, do not read into the answer. Right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Is, All right. is double dipping at a party ever acceptable? Depend what party you're at. Oh, out of way. Well, well said. <laughs> uh, big dogs or small dogs? No dogs. No oh, dogs. Okay. Yeah. Uh, would you rather cake or pie? Hmm, I'll go cake. Cake. Uh, the Godfather or Star Wars? Godfather. Oh, there okay. you go. Yeah, yeah. Um, Come on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Why are we asking that question? <laughs> Fair enough. Like the Godfather <laughs> Frozen. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. We're, we're gonna ask this. We're gonna ask this question just because we can, because we have them in the hot. Yeah. Are are women ever complicated? Yeah, just, always. Yeah, okay. always. Wow. <laughs> and would you I have rather, three daughters. Yeah. Right? There you yeah. go. You can yeah. make a lot of practice. Qualified to say it. Yeah. That's right. Uh, and and finishing off here, would you rather climb a mountain or jump from a plane? Jump from a plane. Oh, I, I did it. Oh, you did well it. Done. Yeah. Skydive. It's yeah. awesome. Cool. Okay. Yeah. That's on my list. Yeah. yeah. Where Very did you do good. it? Uh, I, I did it a long time ago, right outside Montreal. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, 
I don't know if I'd do it again, but it was awesome. Okay. Um, so getting ready to, you're up there, the high, you're extremely high, and then that fear of jumping. What is, what is going through your mind just before you take that leap? So so I did, I guess they call it like a tandem jump, right? Yeah, like where you, at, right? yeah. So, so it doesn't really matter what goes through your mind, because when he goes, you're going. So. <laughs> so you're just Which, along for the ride. Right, like yeah. you're just sitting there, and, and uh, but it's a, uh, it's a pretty, uh, it's a pretty amazing feeling that, that you free fall. Like the way the one I did, it was a free fall for about, I don't know, I'd say 50 to 60 seconds, and it's, uh, and then when it opens, it's like you glide. Oh my God, it's it's really, uh, yeah. So were you screaming? During your fall, like you, you say I you have. Just try to breathe through it, man. <laughs> you like, say you have three girls. So yeah. were you channeling well, no, was, your daughter? I did, I did this in my early twenties. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. I was. I was just me. So, <laughs> uh, yeah. So I, I. That's why I'm saying I don't know if I'd do this now. Um, but uh, but it, it was an amazing thrill. Like uh, it was. It was a lot of fun. I don't climbing a mountain sound like a lot of work, man. Like <laughs> yeah, free fall. Like coming down a plane for yeah. about two minutes yeah, is better. Gravity just does the work, right? Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> You still get a full day after, man. You can go golf, you can go to a game, you can go whatever. No one's ever qualified that or, or put those two together. You're, you're training for weeks and months, yes, right? Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. That's like a that's a long commitment. Yeah, yeah. yeah full like year. It. That's right. I like it. Yeah, a little fun we like to have. Um, so, so talk to us about you know what's what's next for David Brosseau. That's a, uh, you know what? I mean, obviously Canada is a huge priority for me. Uh, I, I, I want, I'm very committed to see us win this real estate game the same way we have in the States. Mm -hmm. I don't think there's any reason why we can't do it. So, um, you know, we're 18 months in right now, my journey and, and planning 2020. And um, I, that, that that's a big part of it. Um, I got a taste of real estate investment this year. So I'm, I'm pursuing that at a, at a pretty aggressive level. Nice. Um, so, so from a business perspective, those, uh, those are at the top of my list and then, uh, potentially other market centers in, in the States that I'm contemplating about, but that, that, those are the three things right now that from a business perspective I'm focusing on. Yeah. Okay. So currently we're at what, just at around 3,500 agents in all of, uh, Canada. About 38, yeah. So 38, all yeah, right. Well, you need, know that number because no, you're, I mean, yes, yes. I'm not tracking at all. Yeah. <laughs> but it's your number. That's right. But, now, but who's counting? Yeah. <laughs> now with such a big country, 3,800 agents, um, what is stopping us right now from someone who's coming from the U.S.? What do you see as our biggest obstacle that is stopping us from getting to 10,000 agents next year? Grant Cardone was here uh, the weekend, and he says almost uh, as much as he loves Canadians, Canada, he thinks we're, t we're not thinking big enough. I don't know if that is something you can say as a regional director for Canada. However, well, I won't. I won't necessarily say it this way. I'll say. I say. I'll say. I'll say it differently. I, I think. I think we. Um, I think we're way too humble, and I think we we play with. We have like one foot on the gas, and one on the brake. Okay. And I don't think. Um, I don't even have any reason for that. Like I think, okay. I think we have a lot of quality people, and and I think we have a great opportunity to, to be disruptive, uh, you know, when we choose to. And and I think once we create that alignment and people feel confident about what 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 we can do and who we are, uh, then we can dictate the pace. But right now, I feel like like. 
like we're we're the pace is dictating us if you ah, right mm. right so I, i'm i i like to do, go the other way around okay so what is stopping us from getting to 10,000 agents next year well i mean i love it next year i mean that's a big that's a big number to stretch to um i think think of it this way right like if you look at it from an agent perspective like getting to 50 transaction maybe your 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 toughest stretch but going from 50 to 100 goes a lot faster yeah right? right and then once you get to 100 to actually go from 100 to 200 it you, you can do it that much faster so i think i think so and the market center is the same thing right once a market center gets to 250 agents or a brokerage gets to 250 agents like getting to 400 happens a lot faster so I think it's the same thing from a from a regional perspective right as okay. a country as a company as KW Canada once we get the 5,000 um, I think the pace after that's gonna go down much faster so I not that I don't want to get to 10,000 yeah. next next year but I think I, I look in in incremental growth of course so to me once we get to five and we should we should be able to get to five if not by the end of next year for sure, uh, 2020, sometime 2021, and then I think after that is when is when things start happening significantly faster. Okay, what specifically we can do to help get to that number of 5,000 next year? Uh, we need about 1,500 more agents. Okay, what can we do right. as you with us sure. right now or as think, agents think, in our brokerage? I think it's I think it's just being purposeful. But I see the way I look at Keller Williams. So when I was an athlete, the, the thing I liked the most about it was to have teammates, right? To to be in the locker room, to have guys, and have a have a um, uh, a purpose to go out together and, and compete and all this stuff. And I think I think. To me, the, the Keller Williams platform has allowed me to, to duplicate this in business, right? So, so I look at Canada like we just need to teamify and understand understand the the opportunity that we have, and just let's go out and compete together and, and take it over. Yeah. You know, um, so specifically would be to, to just support our local market centers and, and our ALCs and and one another and, and find other talented people that want to be part of this journey and just have them come and join us. Okay. I like it. Well, success breeds success, right? And I think it's just talking more about our success as well. Right. You know? and, and I think I, I, I'm a firm believer in humility and being humble. But I think sometimes it, 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 people have a hard time drawing the line between confidence and cockiness. Mm. And I think we have room to be significantly more confident without having to worry about being cocky. Like, I think, I think we're, I think we're great and, and we're, we're our worst enemy by, by being overly humble. Right. You know? Yeah, I agree. I so. agree. We've been talking a lot about that at our market center is let's celebrate some of our victories or, or, or you know, some of our top agents and even agents that went from, from 10 transactions to 20 transactions. That's a big deal. Oh like, God, celebrate that's huge. That. Yeah. yeah, ten to fifteen, you should have a party, <laughs> exactly. right? Yeah, you know? absolutely. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, so uh, Colin's favorite question, so I get to ask it. Yes. Um, as we wrap up here, uh, what does success look like for you? Freedom. Yeah. You I know look, what I love about that? Sorry, I'm going to jump in. That has been an ongoing trend all day. I love yes. it. Really? Yeah. Uh, I want, um, like money doesn't drive me. Um, I, I mean, I like I like it, but it's not a driver for me. Uh, but having the freedom to make decisions without having to think about it yeah. uh, has been, uh, abs- it's, it's by far what I'm pursuing every day. Fantastic. Fantastic. Okay. Um, before we wrap up, final question is, uh, what are your, well, instead of question, it will be a statement. 
statement from you. What are your final thoughts? If from a real estate perspective, whatever I want. Yes. Um, I, he I wants might, a Sprite, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, Actually, my, maybe something harder. I don't know. My, my final thoughts would be, uh, what, a, what an awesome event uh, we at right now. Like, I think I, I, I'm excited to see uh, what volume two looks like next yeah. year. Yes. And, and uh, to have, you know, people like you guys doing this stuff and having 600 people in the other room listening to top people and masterminding and, and learning from one another and all that um, and then unfortunately watching snow coming down that's that's the only part that like you know like the ocean or a beach would yeah. be awesome right there. change that but I think I think uh, I think that's I, I think that's a it's a privilege to be here and to be part of it and, and I'm just I, I think I'm excited about to start building the same event for next year again yeah truly that, that's amazing. I mean, two years ago, we, we asked and, and kept asking. We really wanted a Canadian event. Yeah. And here, the snow is giving us that. True, right? that's epic true Canadian, Canadian event. event. You're, it wouldn't be right without it, actually. Right? You yeah, know what? Our, like, it wouldn't be right without yeah. the snow. All so our friends from the States. That's, that's so right. true. Well, uh, David, it's been a pleasure having you here. And thank you for your leadership. And keep pushing us in the market centers. That just gets trickled down. So we appreciate your time and your knowledge. And uh, thank you. Well, thank you, both of you. This is awesome. Awesome. Thank you very much. All right. Thanks, fellas. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Make sure to click the subscribe button so new episodes will automatically be downloaded to your device. Please help us reach more people by leaving a rating and a review on your podcast player of choice. Now go make it an amazing day for somebody.